Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. KVJ. It's kind of interesting what the world thinks of Americans. We've got so much music product we pump out, a lot of TV shows the world is watching, our movies. And then just take a look at us on social media. If you got to see us on social media, what would you think about Americans? <laughs> you know? We're all over the place, baby. We really are. <laughs> We're a mess. So I find it kind of fascinating whenever you see one of these articles where they ask foreigners, what they think about Americans and what they think Americans are so obsessed with. This uh, came off of uh, BuzzFeed, and they're just asking, saying, okay, so what is it that you think that Americans are obsessed with? And maybe you're wondering why. One of the top answers was pumpkin spice. <laughs> yes. We are. We make a big deal about pumpkin spice, and I feel like that wasn't always the case. It was not, no. It's a relatively within the last decade type of phenomenon. It seems like it keeps growing year by year. What happened? I don't know. All of a sudden, we discovered this amazing spice, and now it just it consumes us. Well, like, it equals fall. It just gives you warm fuzzies. It makes you happy. It's a change of season. It's like switching it up. It's it's all the fun of fall. But I just feel like pumpkin's been around for a minute. Remember Thanksgiving, the original one? I think they had pumpkins back then. Why are we just now getting all ginned up on pumpkin spice? It's odd to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is, and I think the whole world looks at it and be like, that's just odd to us. Why are they so obsessed with uh, this pumpkin spice? A couple other things that uh, they had that uh, made the list. Chick-fil-A. It seems like everybody just uh, always is talking about Chick-fil-A. Have they have they tricked us all? I mean, we do all seem to love Chick-fil-A. I mean, it does definitely get a lot of hype, but is it uh, warranted hype? I guess the rest of the world is just kind of curious. And honestly, I don't think they have Chick-fil-A's anywhere outside of the U.S., do they? Not huh. that I know of. So maybe England, France, all those company, uh, countries, they have not yet uh, experienced the amazingness of Chick-fil-A. Gender reveal parties. They want to know why Americans are so obsessed with gender reveal parties. Well, I'm an American, and I want to know why, too. I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. Uh, why do we make celebrities out of stupid people? Not all the time, but the stupid people make it seem like all celebrities are dumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. UFOs and aliens. They don't get it. That's not true. Other countries get it. I think that's a hit piece. Other countries are into this. But is America the most obsessed with it? Probably the most, but there are other countries that I know get into it. We really do. We're into aliens right now and UFOs. It's a big thing. There is a lot of talk because of the fact that so many people involved in military and government are now saying, oh, yeah, it's real. We know about it. It used to be, though, you were a crazy person if you talked about it. Now? Crazy or drunk. Crazy or drunk. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it's a, kind of a big thing. You always see something. In fact, I saw that uh, NASA is going to start using AI to track UFOs. Now, why would NASA do that, Virginia? If they just thought that was just a dumb, stupid idea, or do they already have a little bit of an inside take on what's going on? I don't know. Maybe they're crazy and drunk. Mm-hmm. Man, if NASA's crazy and drunk, and they've been lying to us the whole time. <laughs> How do you know they're not? I know nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Who knows? Other things that uh, foreigners think Americans are obsessed with, white claws. (laughs) There was a time when we really were. Yes, I think that time has passed. It's died down a bit. I'm not as obsessed with the seltzer. I don't like the buzz. I mean, I'll drink it if there's nothing else, but the seltzer buzz is different for me. I think we all had a moment where we realized White Claws make you insane. (laughs) They do. They're kind of a a squirrely buzz. I have my insane White Claw day. I'm like, what happened to me? They they go down easy. And if you're a seasoned drinker, I think you can pound a a lot of them and not realize it. And then all of a sudden it kind of turns on you. But it's weird because now I'll pound the high noons, which is the vodka sodas. Fine. White claws, not so much. White claws make you want to climb a tree and fight somebody. They do. They They're make, very weird. They make you Florida crazy. <laughs> You'll be a Florida man story if you drink white claws. Foreigners want to know why we're so obsessed with St. Patrick's Day. Oh, That's whatever. Fun. St. Patty's Day is awesome. <laughs> now, we are obsessed with it, but don't act like you don't know why we are. Because we love binge drinking. Yeah, just, we love a party, baby. It's got parades. It's got costumes. It's got green beer. Like, it's perfect. Do Americans binge drink more than other countries? I don't know. Also, Global sales. Can we look at that? Can you could. see which country consumes the most alcohol? There are, there are stats out there. Put them in order. Yeah. I guess you got to break it down to the average person. One, two, three. Definitely not it. <laughs> Denny's! I don't know. It's Virginia's idea. Denny's, you got to compile mm-hmm. the numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Other things foreigners think Americans are obsessed with. Happy hour. Okay, so they just think we're a bunch of lushes. I love happy hour. You get great prices. So if you go to another country, is happy hour really not a thing? I wouldn't like that because I love happy hour because I love to binge drink and I love it at a cheap price. Half price appetizers and two for one margaritas are beautiful. Because if happy hour is not a thing, and I'm starting to think maybe America is the biggest drinkers. If the, the more things you're reading off here. Yeah, if this is what foreigners can't believe we're obsessed with. Well, you've been to other countries a lot, Kev. Did they have happy hours? Not a lot. And the last time that uh, I was there, I mean, I just went to uh, Israel. That was really about it. And uh, I was a little kid when I went to the other countries, so I can't really speak on it. I don't know. My cousins, actually, they sent me uh, something. They're in uh, London right now, and they had a menu that they sent. They had a lot of beverages on it. It looked uh, traditional like that, but they didn't say anything about happy hour. We're not even in the top 10 of the countries with the most alcohol consumption. Latvia is number one. Okay. Moldova is number two. Then you got Germany, Lithuania, Ireland, Spain, Uganda, and Bulgaria. Okay. All right. So in your face, we're doing okay. But I feel like there's so much that goes into that. I don't know. Okay. Does that does that equate to maybe we're just more of the the country that gets turnt and crazy? <laughs> maybe, maybe at least that's what they perceive. We uh, definitely lead the league in like bath salts. Oh yeah. Other things uh, foreigners think Americans are obsessed with Halloween costumes. Amen. And I don't apologize for it. I love Halloween. Things being haunted. Love it. <laughs> this man does love a haunting. I am American, damn it. <laughs> Making movies about serial killers. I wow. Mean. It's so on point. 
It's, it's, I'm so American right now. Ice is another thing. They don't really use ice in their drinks. I don't, in other countries. I don't understand that. That's crazy, right? They don't understand. Like, why are they putting ice in their drinks? Denny's don't like cold beverages. It's one of the few things we don't really agree on. He, okay. he likes it. He likes it warm. I don't understand how anyone can drink a beverage not cold with their meal. That's, right. It blows my mind. A room temperature soda. Yeah. Well, some people drink warm water with their meal. So if you're eating a steak, you're yeah. drinking you're drinking steak water. Right. Don't get that either. <laughs> Other things foreigners can't believe that Americans are obsessed with Girl Scout cookies. We uh, are obsessed with those a lot. Ranch. Gotta, ra- I, well, yeah, we are obsessed with. Them. I got into a debate with somebody who said Girl Scout cookies are overrated, and I said I don't think they're overrated. I think they're 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 rated properly. They're tasty. They're convenient. They only come around once a year, so they're special. And because Girl Scouts are selling them, you feel like it's for a good cause. So when you get fat, you did it for a good reason. With all of that combined, yeah. I say they're not overrated. That explains <laughs> why we are obsessed with Girl Scout cookies. Uh, foreigners don't understand our obsession with ranch dressing. They think it's gross. Mac and cheese, they don't get either. Really? I'm surprised by that one. How can you not get mac and cheese? Thank Seems you. Seems basic and easy. Yeah, I don't get that. No other countries are getting down with that? Mac and cheese is popping. They just think we're obsessed with it. We are, because it deserves are. it. Yeah. And gas station food. Ugh. They see us clamoring on about Bucky's. <laughs> that like, brisket is next level. Yeah, you're right. Like, I, I always forget about Bucky's. Not all Wah-wah. gas station food is the same. Remember how crazy we went when Wawa started opening up? Yeah. Virginia's right though, because sometimes I get it I get it twisted. You'll say gas station food and I immediately think about them gross looking sausage sausages in the conv- or in the We're not talking about the sausages that look like elephant toes. They're gray and yes. gross. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the brisket at Bucky's. Oh. Mm. Yeah. That is next level. It is Guilty as charge, right? Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Okay. My KVJ show. Really something you should know if you like to stay away from all kinds of bacterial infections you might get from eating bunk food. Just how long will these items last? I failed miserably when I took this food expiration quiz from BuzzFeed, and I just want to see if you guys do any better. I'm so bad at this stuff, man. I just, I'm not. You can tell I'm not married, and then I'm single and live alone. I always let it ride, and I push stuff way past the point where food safety is... I mean, if, if it's for me, I will eat anything just to see if it's bad. Okay. That's now, your strategy. I wouldn't feed my family or other people that way. But if it's me, I will test out the cheese and see, is this bad? I know it's six months old, but is it bad? Now, cheese is one of those ones I will let ride. If you tell me, Bird, it's a year and a half, I'll go, all right, let me see any mold. Let me give, give, give me a bite. Yeah. Or <laughs> I left cheese out for 24 hours. A whole stack. I, I, I didn't see it on the counter. It just got, I guess it fell out of the bag. I put it back in the fridge. It was out 24 hours. Never got tomain or food poisoning. Hmm. I got stomach like a like a cow. Yeah. <laughs> An iron gullet. Well, let's see how you do here. Here's the first one. What are you thinking? I'll give you multiple choices. You just have to tell me A, B, or C. How long does milk last in the fridge after it's open, Virginia? Is it two to three days, three to five days, or five to seven days? <laughs> See, I always thought that it's good till the expiration date. So even if that's like a week, 
you let it fly, baby. Okay. But it's probably three to five days. Three to five days you're going to go be. I'm doing it all wrong. What do you think, Bird? No, it's five to seven. Milk's got strong, strong genes. Five to seven. You are correct, Bird. You can ride milk out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about uh, this one? How long do eggs last in the fridge, Jay Bird? Is it A, one week, B, two to three weeks, or C, four to five weeks? Typically, you want to do two to three weeks, and then it, it, they start to turn. Okay, so you're going B. What do you think, Virginia? A, yeah, B, or C? I think B as well. Okay, two to three weeks. It is C, four to five. Four to five. Okay, yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm. That is good. All right. Okay. I'll cook with an egg that's been in there for like a month and a half. And how, how would you even know an egg is bad? You look at it, go, it looks pretty good. I know, it's got that <laughs> shell that's so deceiving. It doesn't have a little uh, expiration date on the outside of the it, shell. And it doesn't have a window. No. It no. needs a window. Can they work on that? with? Uh, can they biohack chickens? So what do you <laughs> put windows in their eggs? Do you just ride it? If you, if you have a bunch of eggs that don't have the carton, you go, all right, well... Let me make an omelet. Is that when you know or, it's... Or let's say the expiration date is smudged. Yeah. That happens a lot. Uh-huh. I have the smudgiest expiration dates. Yep. All right, what about this? How long does raw chicken last in the fridge? Is it A, one to two days, B, three to four, or C, five to six, Virginia? Raw three chicken. to four. Three to four. Bird, what do you think? Three to four, but it starts turning farty after two. Okay, so you're going. you're both going B on that. It's one to two. One to two? I don't, I don't disagree with that. Chicken. chicken turns. Chicken gets slimy. And it turns quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will. Th- I, I won't. I, that's the one thing I don't play with. I will throw away the chicken if it looks weird. Okay, so how long does cooked chicken last in the fridge? Is it A, one to two days, B, three to four, or C, five to seven, Bird? Oh, five to seven cooked chicken is so farty and gross. It's got to be five. Well... Now, three to five. It's B. It's B. B. You're going B. Okay, what do you think, Virginia? I don't know. I'm going one to two. You're going one to two? It's three to four. Bird got it. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So far, Virginia's not gotten one correct. <laughs> I haven't. I'm not doing You're good. You were doing how I did yesterday. <laughs> I don't feel as bad. You're <laughs> flunking as terribly as I did. How long does butter last in the fridge after it's opened? Is it A, one week, B, two weeks, or C, three weeks, Virginia? A, B, or C? Uh, let's go C. Okay. What do you think, Bird? Definitely C. You can ride butter for a minute. Definitely C. According to BuzzFeed, it's two weeks. What? Answer what? is B. All right. BuzzFeed's losing me. I have I leave butter because I buy butter in bulk. So I'll buy like a big log of butter, right. big as your face, and I will ride that pony for a month. We would have the big old log of butter, but you, we, we only could afford only so much. We had 11,000 people living in one house. So when you'd get the butter, it'd always have some strawberry jam. It'd have a little bit of breadcrumbs. It's it got had, a hair on it. There's a, if you live with that many people, uh-huh. there's a hair on always every hair. piece of food. <laughs> always hair. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and now what about this? How long does sushi last in oh, the fridge? It last 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. I, you have to eat your sushi when it's made for you. Bird, you say A, less than a day, B, two days, or C, three days? Two days. Two days. He says, what do you say, Virginia? Uh, I say less than a day. I don't keep sushi. That is correct. Less than a day. 
That's what they say on your sushi. Sushi should be consumed when it's prepared, and then that's it, folks. Uh-huh. Don't try to bring no doggy bag with your sushi, girl. You gross. No, <laughs> we're not doing that. And uh, what about this bird? How long does hummus last in the fridge after it's opened? Is it A, one to three days, B, four to six, or C, seven to ten days after it's opened? Hummus. Man, hummus can last a minute, but it does You love hummus. I do love hummus. This man leads the league in, in hummus selection in his fridge. To me, the best hummus out there is the generic roasted garlic from Publix. It's wow. delicious. Yeah. You heard it here. Um, I'm going to go uh, B because it gets crusty. Okay, you're going to go B because it gets crusty. All right, Virginia, what's your guess? I'm going to go A. Going to go A. It is B, Bird. Four to six days, they say, for hummus in the fridge. Okay, Virginia, I gave you seven, and you got one right. (laughs) Dang, you got food poisoning. And, Bird, you got three. Okay. So you're still on the toilet, but it's maybe not coming out of both ends. Congratulations. Uh, Jeff said, you know, you can determine if... An egg is fresh by putting it in water, and if it floats or if it sinks, you can tell then how old it is. Now, he doesn't give me the answer as to which is which. I guess you'll have to Google that yourself. Damn it, Jeff. That is fun. Yeah. So it's kind of a half fact. You just got to figure out which is which. Yeah. Something to check out. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Would you say you're the smart one in your marriage? Virginia, how would you answer that? <laughs> well, I think... There's certain things that I bring to the table that Panda doesn't. And then there's certain things that he is probably smarter about than I am. Hey, you're not running for office, okay? Politician. Who, who do you Dude, think? He's probably listening. Who, who do you think would have a higher IQ? Ooh. You or your husband, Panda? Well, I mean, in this life, we all have to bet on ourselves, right? Do you want me to answer for her, Kevin? Because she, first of all, she's not giving you any answers. <laughs> I think it's me. Panda, would you agree? Do you think that your wife has a higher IQ than you? <laughs> well, good morning, guys. Um, I, uh, it's weird, Kev. She's like she said. There's, she's got, um, she's got more smarts in certain things, and. I've got, but we're just you know, talking your general people. knowledge, which uh, you know your intelligent <laughs> quotient would determine. If we took an IQ test between you and your wife Virginia, who scores higher? I do. 
Okay, it's my boy. <laughs> Thank you for answering the question the right way. I like this guy. I think he's getting some balls. I, over I think here. in a lot of marriages, I think in a lot of friendships, in a lot of close relationships, both people think they're the smarter one. Okay, Panda, that a boy. What about in your marriage, Kevin? <laughs> I asked the Mexican queen this today because I knew the answer. She said, you're the smarter one. She did okay. give it to you. Yeah. And, wow. and it's, it's, yeah, if we took an IQ test, I would, I'd blow her away. But to your point, there are things that she is a lot better at determining and she knows, and I would defer to her to do it. But yeah, if you're talking general overall knowledge, it's a good gap. And she's the one that has, you know, she's got her doctorate and all that kind of good stuff. But, you know, yeah, I, if it's anything on that, I'm, it's not even close. We get it. You, you, all your partners bring something extra to the table. We, we get it that they're <laughs> yeah, awesome. But I would, at the end I, of the day, y'all think you're smarter answer than your fact, No, I love that they both are thinking they're the smarter one in the marriage. The queen is like, nah, it's you. you Virginia got it. is out of her mind. Whatever. I test well. Let's go. <laughs> what? what roll that iq test okay. in here i will sharpen my number okay. two let's go down some of the categories who is better at math <laughs> virginia who's better at math well who uh you just answer that it's either you or your husband who's better at math he's not good but it's probably him it Okay, so he's better at math. Who would be better at any kind of general science? Uh, probably him. <laughs> okay, if we are talking about history, who is going to be better? I don't know. That's a good one. Panda, who do you think would uh, score higher in a general history quiz? Oh, boy. Um... Gosh, maybe me by a, by a hair. Oh, Panda! Okay. <laughs> okay, what about geography? Virginia, who scores higher? Me. You agree with that, Panda? Yeah, I probably would, actually. He don't even have a passport. You ain't got to. Like she's going in on him like it's a battle rap at eight miles. Everything yeah. is a battle. <laughs> okay. You poor son of a gun, and, Panda. And what, what about <laughs> civics or politics? Virginia, who scores higher? I mean, uh, civics, me, politics, him. Oh, you're pretty good at politics. Elon Musk, vice president. <laughs> I, I don't like politics. But are politics on an IQ test? I'm just talking about general knowledge. Well, what's on an IQ test? It's math and science and all those other things. that English, language, I win all those. Language you win. Vocabulary, I win. Panda, do you agree? Does does she have a better vocabulary? I, I don't know about that. I mean, that's a that's a that's a tight race right there. Got a boy stand up. Yeah, Got a bring boy, it, Panda. bring um, it. No, you're good at language. Bad language. I think you nail it. <laughs> right. A plus profanity. A plus student. I ace profanity. Yeah, she's amazing. <laughs> F you. <laughs> I take I take a lot of pride in writing in my writing. So. Me too. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, oh, I, I, know you. I feel like this is a good contest, right? Yeah. This all I, day. We should, we should do a writing yeah. contest. Yeah. Let the people vote <laughs> for who is the better writer. Oh, yeah. I am so here for it. Yeah, no, I agree. I think we need to. <laughs> we, we need to 
delve a little deeper on this and get some actual numbers to back it up. Now, now that we kind of know, this is almost like the press conference. <laughs> and I'm glad. I'm glad Panda isn't like Panda year two of the marriage. He's standing up for himself. He is, yeah. He's, yeah. He's gotten to a point now. Well, this is neck tat Panda. Right. He it does is. what he wants. That was that was his statement oh, that he yeah, said. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Panda, the fact that the Mexican queen got a neck tat oh, only yeah. bodes terrible for it you. It dug it all back up. She's so she's now mad about your neck tat again. Yeah. <laughs> Come back. Somehow she's more angry about your neck tat than I am about my wife's. All you gotta do is just start asking her questions about your neck tat. Yeah. Her face turns so red. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, well, we'll let you get back to work, Panda. Thank you for coming on to uh, be honest and answer those questions because Virginia would have just run all over this thing and we would have no backing up. <laughs> I agree with you. It's KBJ. You ever watch a movie and you feel like they cram in a love story just because, and it's not even necessary for the movie? I guess they do that to try to bring all people into the theater. (laughs) Yes, to make it appeal to men and women, Kev. It just sometimes feels forced and like an unnecessary speed bump in what is a pretty good storyline. And sometimes it actually can wind up ruining that movie. Screen Rant went off with some romances that they say actually ruined the movie. And they go right to the Avengers when they had Hulk and Black Widow. And they said they had all this love stuff that felt weird and unnecessary. It weirded us out. It was out of place and distracted entirely from what was a good movie. I'm not even sure I even saw that one. They they got together, the old Hulk and Black Widow, huh? It was, yeah, when he wasn't Hulkified. Oh, I think they had a little something going on. Just, you know, a little flirtation. You know, it, it to me, it's just whether or not it's working or not. And if you're a director of a movie, I guess you got to figure out, okay, is it necessary? Is it not? I look back to Han and Princess Leia. I love the fact that they had that. I thought that really helped out the original Star Wars movies. That's a great example, Virginia, of when a, a love or a romance storyline works perfectly. I yeah. agree, Kevin. Yeah, it made it out. And they also actually went in on the Star Wars prequels, the pod, Padme and Anakin. God awful. They said it pretty much ruined the prequels and you know oddly enough here's the one thing i will defend about it i feel like it's necessary because them getting together kind of sets up the other movies and luke and leia so horrible execution right so if i were the director or if i were the writer i'd be like look you have to have that in the story you gotta tell that it's just the chemistry between those two it was it was awkward and it didn't come off great. I know you're not a big fan, of Virginia, but it was not very good. Not a big fan of the movie. Not a big fan of this conversation. <laughs> well, go work on your next dirt story. <laughs> Is Leia the only one dead out of all of them? You ain't gonna get me with your <laughs> snore. You can't get me. Not today. <laughs> Damn it. Screen Rant also says that the romance in the Hunger Games was unnecessary and kind of ruined it. Stop showing us the love story of Cat. This is not what the audience wants. We want to see kids fight to the death. So I wow. love the Hunger Games franchise. I really do. And I, you need that little romance in there, but I'm with you, man. You want to see the fighting part. You want to see all the, mm-hmm. they are little speed bumps. I guess it just depends upon if the chemistry is good and if it feels necessary. Exactly. Don't just add it in if it's necessary. And I think for that movie, Hunger Games, it was necessary. But again, let's edit it down a little bit. Well, the one that I I think makes a a great point here from Screen Rant, as they said, the Tom Hanks movie Big. It's, you know, a, a kid, he's in an adult's body, and then he winds up having a relationship. And that's where they're saying, okay, did you have to put in this creepy storyline? Because in essence, it's a kid 
having an adult relationship with a grown adult woman. <laughs> she didn't know it. She thought he was. She a- didn't know it, but he knew it. And he's a little kid, and it's just weird, man. He was confused. He didn't know what was going on in his life. But I mean, did, was that necessary? Couldn't she have just been a good friend to him, and they had been chummy? For the writers to write that in, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Why do but, we have to go love story in the movie Big? It but, was it wasn't necessary. But in in the movie, she just fell in love with his, you know, adult childlike charm. Mm-hmm. She thought she thought she was doing doing right. Yeah. And the people have tried to go after that character. Go, what a pervert! Well, she didn't know. She didn't know. No. She's not a pervert. She's not a pervert. She did not know. In fact, when she finds out he's Josh Baskin, the kid, yeah. she's like, we can't do this. Are you sure that you didn't see a fortune teller on the Jersey Shore and you're a little kid in an adult's body? Me? Yeah. <laughs> I, gosh, I want something magical. If, if we ever had a real-life version of Big, Virginia, aren't we sitting in front of it? <laughs> My house kind of looks like You are we big. about this, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I know that guy. That's why I defend this movie. <laughs> they also listed the movie Tombstone. They said the romance between Wyatt Earp and Dana Delaney's character is a speed bump for the epic classic. It's one of my all-time favorite movies, probably top five. That that storyline does not need to be in the movie. Okay. I had some good points there. KVJ. There is one generation that, according to this survey, is the worst tippers and by far. I guess. Yeah. The boomers. You're going to go boomers. That's the shock of this. That's what surprised me. And that's why I want to uh, see, I'll have suits put up a poll right now, uh, especially if you've been in any kind of service industry where you would be getting tips a good bit. What generation is the worst tippers? Is it Gen Z, Millennial, Gen X, or your boomers? Out of those four, I just want to see what uh, people would say. Because according to this survey, Gen Z is the worst tippers and by far. Really? I was surprised by this, too. I, I thought uh, where Berg was going before I read this, I'm like, it's going to be boomers are going to go the exact opposite way. Because, you know, typically you would think Gen Z are the ones who are a lot of times in the food service industry and places like that where tipping is important. But it says only 35% of Gen Z respondents said they always tip when eating out at a sit-down restaurant. That's a crazy low number. Don't you think 35%? That's ridiculous. I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. For boomers, it's 83% always tip when dining out. 83% of boomers, 35% of Gen Z. That's a massive gap. I was just like, what? I can't imagine like going out to eat and not tipping. Like, who are those people? Some people will go, oh, they did this wrong, and they did. They'll they'll hold a little, you know, scorecard. Scorecard. Yeah. Uh, it's just when I read that, I'm like, that can't be it. But I'm just kind of curious if there's anybody in food service that would back that up. That you find that it seems to be the younger people in their 20s that are stiffing you on tips even more than boomers. Yeah, I am shocked about that, Kevin. Okay, I'm gonna rile that off at a party. <laughs> hey, did you know? What were the that numbers again? The uh, well, the Gen Z the numbers are crunched, not very in their favor. They do not tip well, and boomers do pretty good. They're like third. <laughs> Am I close? Am I close? Nope. <laughs> I just, all I know is Generation Z, they tipping. <laughs> just 24% of Gen Z say that they add gratuity for haircuts and other styling compared to 70% for boomers. Wow. That's one of those common ones. If you get a haircut, everyone knows you got to tip the stylist. That's, yeah. yeah. I, but, uh, only one out of four Gen Z are doing that? 
They say women are more likely than men to tip servers, hairstylists, delivery workers, and rideshare drivers. Women are better tippers, more frequent. At least they're more frequent tippers. Huh. I know. I was surprised by a lot of these things. 33% of all Americans think tipping culture, though, has gotten way out of control. And the odd thing, the boomers are the ones that are most annoyed. I think what it is, maybe if you're older, you're ingrained, you're used to tipping, you grew up with that, and you accepted it. And now, all of a sudden, society's trying to change the game, and you buy a product where you got no service, and yet they want a tip. And you're thinking to yourself... Who am I tipping here? Yeah. You're, all you're doing is adding 15 to 20 to 25% to the cost of the item I just purchased. We agree with that. Right. And if you so, serve yourself at a counter and then the person turns the thing around and wants a 20% tip, you're like, wait, what? Yeah, the people that were texting, we talked about this a week or two ago, saying there was no other option to opt out. It wasn't <laughs> even you could opt out. So I'm paying, and they, they walked away from the purchase. They said, you're, all you're doing is putting a 20% tax on this product of what I'm already no. And if you don't love the product enough, then you just don't come back. Yeah, no doubt. So it was kind of crazy. Uh, getting people's thoughts on this, what generation has the worst tippers? Uh, 44% agree. They think it's Gen Z. I'm, huh. What am I not getting here? I'm not getting it. Okay. Uh, 36% boomers, then millennials and Gen X. Only 4% said that they are the worst tippers, meaning that they would be the best. That's us, right? That is us. Yeah. Yeah, people don't really talk a lot of trash about Gen X. Are we the cool kids? <laughs> we are the cool. Always been the cool kids. <laughs> That's no, You should have seen me in middle school, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> if you ask us, we're the best generation. Don't worry. They'll come for us, too. Everyone has their day of getting completely beaten up. <laughs> uh, one text tries to explain it here. It says, That's not really surprising because Gen Z is broke for the most part, but they still like to live the lifestyle of money, but they don't have the money to do it. So it's got to cut back somewhere. And it's apparently on tipping. Dang. There you go. All right. Fascinating stuff. The KVJ Show. There are so many kitchen gadgets. They're always coming up with something new, and then they slap an infomercial on TV, and you're like, ugh, you're half drunk, and you're like, that would make so much sense in my kitchen. You go buy it, shows up, and then a lot of times it doesn't even make it out of the box. This could be an endless list, but what would you say would be on top of it for the most useless kitchen gadget of all time. People already hitting us up with their own nominations on what they would say is the most <laughs> useless kitchen gadget. And there are so many. So tell me which one jumps out to you here, Virginia. Somebody said, I bought pizza scissors to replace the typical pizza cutter. Dumbest idea ever. Nothing can replace the simplicity of a pizza cutter. The pizza cutter is pretty amazing. Pizza scissors sounds stupid. You have to lift the pizza up to use pizza scissors. Like, what? No, no, no. That little thing with the round, rolly blade, the pizza cutter is amazing. And somebody else said that the rotary pizza cutter is the dumbest and most useless kitchen gadget because you can just use a straight blade instead. No, the roller goes so much quicker. Trust me, I have one. Okay. I'm cutting a lot of pizza in my house. Okay. Oh, it's be- one of only three things Rocco will eat, so <laughs> we eat a lot of pizza. I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this. I kind of think the grater, the regular grater, kind of overrated. The not, cheese grater? Eh, not, not that good, Kev. You try to grate something and... It just doesn't you get big old chunks instead of shreds. Virginia's giving you I don't agree face. I don't agree face. Are you saying it's user error? Yeah. You're saying it's yeah. hamburger hands? <laughs> I can see you trying to use one of those. Can you imagine and then how, we, how so bloody much blood. <laughs> <laughs> it 
would look like. Do you like a lot of blood in your spaghetti? It's my secret ingredient. Oh, so gnarly. No, I I keep my injuries to a medium. Whatever, scabs. Yeah, <laughs> you're not buying it? I'm I not said, buying it at I all. I keep them to a medium. <laughs> a medium? I don't know. Uh, okay, some of the other most useless kitchen gadgets. A uh, couple nominations for the bread maker or the panini maker. Do you make good bread? And Do you, do you respect bread? I'm not a baker. I don't really get down with baking, and so breads, cakes, all that. I can do it, but it's not my favorite. And I don't even think she always over here talking about she loves bread. She don't eat no bread. I don't. She's she's such a mm. carb poser. I am a carb poser. And, and finally, someone's got to call her out for it. <laughs> I love bread. I just know bread don't love me. I can feel when I eat bread like. Oh, I need a nap. I'm a sluggish slug. I'm doing a show with two people who don't respect bread. (laughs) That's keto. It does that. The queen bought one of those about 15 years ago. She made one loaf of bread that could have doubled as a brick. (laughs) (laughs) And never used it again. We could have built a house. I'm not lying to you. I would live in that house. (laughs) It would be so secure. Hurricane proof, Cat 5. Was it a crappy product or was it user error? I think both. Okay. Yeah. A uh, couple nominations here for the electric can opener. Somebody said that is the most useless kitchen gadget. I would agree with that. It's so bulky and big, and it sits on the counter, or it goes under your uh, like cabinet and attaches to the wall. Like it's just so. Just use a regular can opener. I don't know, man. I like a. a- I like an electric can opener. I, I got that wag. I got that weak-ass grip, man. <laughs> Bitch-ass hands. There ain't nothing worse when you get only three quarters through a can. And, and you can't, can't do, do it. You're trying to get your beans out and you can't get them out. Yeah. You run out of steam. I, yeah. I just can't. I don't have the strength. Oh, he's doing so many cans right now because he's on his lentil right. bean diet. I know. He's so tired. So I, now I get the whoosh, I get the, the open can. Pop top. The pop top. Yeah, maybe. pop top's where it's at. Do you think the melon baller is a useless kitchen gadget? I don't. Okay. Because the melon baller is awesome. You can use that for a lot of different stuff, not just for your melons. What, okay. is, what is a melon ball? Is that where you make the melon balls yeah. for your drinks? Oddly enough, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think that attitude is necessary. <laughs> Guess what we use a cheese grater for. Okay. All right. Would you like blood with your cheese? (laughs) Regina, what does a can opener do? (laughs) What do I do with this ice cream scooper? I'm not fancy. I ain't got no watermelon ball roller. I can't figure it out. You got you all bougie. I I still eat Hot Pockets. (laughs) Another person said most useless kitchen gadget is the smoothie and margarita maker. We bought it, and it's still in the box in the garage. We did. We got one of those really uh, fancy margarita makers, uh, the Jimmy Buffett one that they sell for, I don't know, it's probably like $800. You know, whatever that uh, store is, the fancy appliance store that they have in the malls. Sharper Image? Sharper Image? I don't think it's Sharper Image. There's another one. Brookstone? I, I, it might be Brookstone. Okay. I think it's Brookstone, yeah. I think we got there, and I, we never used it. Well, it's it's so complex, and then <laughs> when you want to clean it, honestly, we drink a lot of margaritas. We love margaritas, but by the time you've broken it all down, you've cleaned, cleaned the all twa- the parts, the 20 necessary parts to make one simple margarita, it takes an hour to make one eight-ounce drink. And then you're like, wait. 
wait a minute. We can just do this in a blender. Yeah, what are we doing? Somebody said the bullet. With the bullet? I've heard mixed reviews on that. That's that like that that ninja bullet thing. It's you know what you if you are going too thick with your ingredients, I think the bullet is not very good. You got to keep your whatever you're you're working with. You got to keep it very very small. And mm. you got to put rum in it. Okay, of course, <laughs> of course. Who wants a fruit smoothie with no rum? That's gross. Wait, that's what the bullet is? No, it's not supposed to have alcohol. Okay, I didn't think it's so. It's for making smoothies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying. I, 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 I had the bullet. It comes with a lot of parts, right? Yeah. I, I hated the bullet. Parts equals drama equals I'm not going to use yeah. it as much. I want to clean up all those parts. Make and, it easy. And smoothies, those are real easy to clean up. They dry up. They get Smoothies in, make a damn mess. They get in crevices. Mm. Yeah. And look, look. That's just it. You, with all the cleanup, you're like, I'm just gonna go somewhere else and get it. Where'd you put your smoothie? <laughs> Some of the other uh, nominations for the most useless kitchen gadgets: ice cream maker. Oh, I disagree. Me too. Okay. The Mexican Queen gave me one uh-huh. years ago, and we used that thing so much it started getting rusty. Okay. <laughs> no one likes rust in their ice cream. But that, that thing, we used the heck out of it. That was fun. They even had one back in the day you could make ice cream as a kid, and that was even good. It was a toy. You get it at Toys R Us, you make your own ice cream, and that tasted. Yeah, it was good. It was good. What about the rotisserie oven? I never had one. I like it. Okay. It's good for tots. It's good for things like that. I mean, you put it right in your other oven, I guess. Okay. Best thing I got right now is that air fryer. Oh, oh I do love, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't put that on the useless list. That is amazing. Yeah, a lot of people love that. We're talking about the uh, definitely the useless ones. Food dehydrator. Somebody yeah, said. that was worth, that was like from the eighties. My mom had one, and oh, okay. she thought she was just gonna change the world and dehydrate all this food, and all the neighborhood kids would love it. Nobody liked it. <laughs> Pizza stone. Somebody said a pizza stone is the most useless kitchen gadget. I you, still have one. You, I use. I've had one for twenty years. You don't need it to no. to, to, to to build the pizza mountain. Yeah, yeah. I, I can see why it would be overrated, but I, I I get why you'd use it. I just leave it in the oven. You don't ever clean it. Hardly. I never use soap on it. I just like rinse it. But it looks. I mean, it's twenty years. I've had this thing. Oh, you're making me want pizza. That's what I made your pizza on, oh. was this pizza stone. Because for me, I feel like it makes it thicker. Mm. I know you're like a thick girl. Somebody else said the pizza oven is the most useless kitchen gadget. They said, we thought we were going to use it all the time. We've used it once, and it just sits there. You know what it is? It's a pizza flex. Yeah. You got to really love pizza, and I think I feel like you have to almost kind of host a lot of parties. You, uh, to you bring get your money's there. worth out of it. Yeah, my, my neighbor's got a, a pizza oven, and I can't I can't speak how much they use it, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's a it's a to-do. It really does wow you if you're over there hanging out. Yeah. It's uh it's it's kind of a display. It's a party trick. It's a party trick. Some other mentions, uh, one for the warming drawer. The Ooh. avocado saver, the potato masher, and the quesadilla maker. <laughs> What's this quesadilla maker? I don't know, but can't you just make a quesadilla in a pan? Do you need a special quesadilla maker? 
I think that's it. A lot of times that's what, a, that's what a kitchen gadget is. They yeah. come up with something dumb and then you realize, wait a minute, I, I really don't need this. Somebody gave Magnolia for Christmas a couple years ago a little mini waffle maker, but it's so tiny. You're like, what's the point? You got to make like eight waffles in this thing for it to be anything that can fill you up. Disagree. That's what Bigfoot brought on our camping trip and he made campfire grilled cheeses with those things. It, there's a place in the world for it, Virginia. You can make really cool mini grilled cheeses. I don't like many. You can do all kind of well, just all right. if I'm making a waffle, I want a big ass waffle. Man, you haven't ate a big waffle ever in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Not buying it, huh? Yeah, of all things, you should eat a mini waffle. That's all you would eat. <laughs> what would you say are the most useless kitchen gadgets of all time? If you had to put together an honorable mention of three, which do you think makes it? Anything from panini makers, bread makers, pizza scissors? I think the one that gets the least action in my drawer is the nutcracker. Okay. I've got one because my grandma gave it to me, but who cracks nuts? Yeah. Yeah. Panini is pretty useless. Anything grip related like a nutcracker or a can opener where you have to use your hands. Uh, it's not the bird. Bird ain't feeling it. Uh, Pop top bird. <laughs> yeah. That's it. The KDJ Show. So how do you know if you're about to get dumped? According to Forbes, there are five signs to look out for. And if you recognize any of these, you might be on deck for a dumping. Somebody's losing weight, getting in shape. Okay. And it's not you. Right. If your partner is losing weight and getting in shape, mm. mm-hmm. there is something that kind of does play into that. One of the signs is increased focus on selfish pursuits, like over-prioritizing personal goals, hobbies, and interests. They're really just trying to build up their own life and not necessarily your life together. My mom would always say, be careful for, for, with somebody changing their appearance. Your dad better never ch- change his mustache. That means he's cheating. Uh-oh. And he's never changed his mustache. Not while she was alive. He did. When she passed out, he grew a goatee, but he was oh. scared to do anything else because she would have stabbed him probably. <laughs> Uh, the rest of the items on here really just kind of show somebody that is lacking effort in the relationship. Uh, anyone who's not really working on maintenance, they say a reduced willingness to invest time, energy, and thoughtfulness into nurturing the connection leads to a relationship erosion. Do you sense that in your relationship? Do you notice decreased intimacy and affection? Any kind of disengagement from conflict resolution. They don't even really care to work on your problems because they would rather not be in a relationship with you. Ugh, conflict resolution sounds exhausting. Oh, we have to go to conflict resolution today. That's okay. Why don't you just no. go without me? Good gosh. Thank God I don't have to do Ugh, that. Conflict resolution. Just stab me in the face now. They had a feature today on one of the morning news programs I was watching, and they said that with Gen Z, there is a rise in people going with artificial dating services it would be just uh in a sense i don't know what, what do you call it like an avatar yeah you'd be dating and they can talk back and forth to you and the more you interact with this avatar of who would be your online partner they start to know more about you they'll have conversations with you and they said that what they're starting to observe gen z seems to like this because they don't like the conflict resolution that a real relationship takes and you're not going to get any kind of pushback or any kind of conflict from these online people well when you are trying to resolve conflict 
you're not focusing on other things in your life. You're now fo- you're taking time to, we have to figure out this conflict. It's a speed bump. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a major speed bump right. for some people. And speed bumps slow you down on goals you want to get done. Well, they said, you know, the one danger of that, though, is that in a sense, yes, it may be a hassle. But learning how to resolve conflicts in relationships is actually good for you. And they're noticing that the more you avoid it, the worse you're going to be. And so you'll never, ever be able to deal with another human being because you don't know how to deal with any kind of conflict resolution. And I agree with that. I think going down the cyber world is a scary world. Even on the level, I know somebody that said they had to delete a certain app because they were getting involved with somebody. It wasn't only fans, but it was something to where the person was was doing things for them on a camera and they were wasting so much money because the person was able to almost get involved and speak with the person and he almost started falling falling for her. Oh wow, yeah. And sp- emptying out his bank account. He, yeah. He's like, oh my gosh, I, I got hooked on it. I had to delete it. Was it the movie You where he falls in love with his personal yes. voice assistant. It's and, a voice like computer girl. Yeah, and now that is legit becoming a thing. They're wow. just dating services that that's it, saying, hey, if you don't want if you want companionship, but you don't want to deal with the hassles of having to worry about all these little things and cheating and conflict resolution, have somebody that's not going to fight with you and they'll maintain that companionship. Well, even on that that level of the, the inoculus thing you put over your head and you can go into all these different worlds. Virtual I, reality. Yeah, the yeah. virtual reality stuff. I I was I did that one night. I had a nice little buzz going on. It was so peaceful, and my friend set me up while I was on in this prairie, and these lions and these all these animals were running up to me yeah. and just looking at me, and it almost felt like I was there. And this was at the low budget level. Okay, I can see how somebody could get lost in that world because yeah. you could make a utopia for yourself. Sure, you, you yeah. could program. I didn't even watch anything on the level of a, you know intimate stuff. They, they say that's the next level now. Were you yeah. able to build a little house on this prairie? It just was cool. I felt relaxed. I felt like I wasn't... I don't know, man. It was just good to get away for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice to get away. I'd never worry. Yeah. Uh-huh. The bu- it, just, it all worked. The air just kicked on. I can see how if you get better at those kind of things, you're going to lose people to the... They're not going to want to stay in the real it'll world. It'll be interesting as Gen Z gets older, just how prevalent it'll be in our society of people living in their own world that they've created without conflicts and out all the drama in real life. And uh, they say the fifth sign is decreased emotional availability, and it kind of goes in line with one of these new ghosting terms. It's called fizzling. You know, where ghosting is kind of more of an abrupt end where they just cut ties sharply and unexpectedly. You don't hear from them. Be like, okay, a, a fizzling is more a slow wean. So they'll just put in a little less and less effort. And this is where all these five signs really kind of play into it. Somebody just kind of slowly backing away from your relationship until it just fizzles out completely. Mm. And that's what they say the fizzling is. And here comes the people in the chat room talking about the adult VR virtual reality. They are saying it's awesome. Really? They've it's, tried yeah. it. Oh, it's the technology's out there. What I'm saying is it's going to get better. It's yeah, going to get sure. it's going to increase where you are going to get feelings. You're going to be able to it's just going to become more realistic. We're have you ever that way. have you ever done it? Never. No, that's what I said. I only went on that prairie. 
where the the animals were running and scampering and it was just it was so nice man can you imagine a world though where you'd open your door and you see a human and you're just kind of like you're apprehensive and you're like, eh, and you don't know how to react to him <laughs> you know what i'm saying it sounded like virginia <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what virginia sounds like when a man walks yeah, by he's another hey. human. Like, no you're right no I, I i don't i think it's a dangerous thing and i think we're going to lose our human spirit if we're not careful yeah just well, my have, opinion. We have no idea how to connect at all. I could be wrong. It's just my opinion. It just it's 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 a cool thing. It's powerful, Virginia. Mm-hmm. It's I, weird. Imagine putting something on your head, and you all of a sudden could be in a bar in New Orleans, your favorite bar, and it seems real. It's just, but it's not. It's weird. I don't want it. I don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> you're aging out of Earth, my friend. <laughs> What if she doesn't like it? I want the real thing or nothing at all. I'm with you. It, I, I'm totally with you. VR is effed up. It's it's powerful. VR is BS. VR is BS. I wouldn't call it BS. I would call it. I get why you think it's cool, but it's not. It's not something that you should live in a lot. Maybe you play it once on the weekends and then you walk away from it. People that are going to be doing it every day, I worry about those people because I think they'll lose touch with reality. Oh, and yeah. It's Oculus, not Noculus. I said it wrong, but you know what I'm talking about. It's that VR thing you put on your head and you are in a different world. And I, like I said, low budget level, man. Mm-hmm. And it was knocking me around in a good way. <laughs> I loved I love that prairie. I know you did, prairie girl. I want to take you guys to this prairie. Did you have braids and a long dress where you're running down a hill? I did have braids. <laughs> <laughs> Little bird on the prairie. Oh, yeah, I it don't, is. Don't. See him running down that hill? <laughs> he and then tumbles. He, and he does what she did? Yeah, he did. Falls. Yeah, but we, he falls way harder than <laughs> she did. And he actually cracks one of his old ass ribs. <laughs> have you ever fallen down a hill? It's actually pretty fun. <laughs> I've done it in Pennsylvania. <laughs> The KVJ Show. Okay, let's see how good you are at making up an excuse on the fly. Okay. All right, I got uh, different scenarios here. And let's just see how well you can do. Okay, let's start off with uh, Denny's here and see how well he can do with this. Denny's, your scenario here. You're failing a big test you're desperate, so you start looking at a classmate's paper, oh. and you're copying down the answers. You're cheating. Denny's is cheating? No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the headline. You get so engrossed in your cheating, you don't even notice the teacher walking up behind you. Denny's? The teacher then snatches your paper away and accuses you of cheating right then and there. This is a big deal. You could be expelled. Oof. How do you explain yourself? I would say that I take this test very important. I filled out all of my questions, and I was just what? checking to make sure, because I know this person's smart as well. I wanted to make sure we kind of lined up on the same answers there. Real quick, it was it was a lapse in judgment. I just wanted to make sure that I was on the right path with my answers. Oh, Daddy. <laughs> you guys are all wincing at that. No, no do you fail the test. I'm expelling you. <laughs> You don't think you can get away with that? <laughs> oh my I mean, just his first line. It was just the first line. He fell apart out of the choot. <laughs> Our sweet Denny's can't lie. He was in flames on the runway. No, he definitely. <laughs> 
reeked of guilt. Okay, <laughs> you guys aren't buying that. All right, well, all right, well, we'll leave it up to the uh, the chat room. They're so Ooh. positive today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see what they say. Okay, are are you buying Denny's lie? Yes or no? <laughs> we'll see what uh, they have to say about that. Okay, let's uh, go with Virginia here. Okay. Uh, Virginia, you're a stay-at-home mom with a shopping addiction. It's all gone to hell. I know, right? Imagine that spot. (laughs) So uh, your husband tells you no more purchases for the rest of the month. You're just out of control. But then a few days later, you see these expensive shoes. They're on sale, a sale that you can't walk away from. So you get the shoes. They come. You get them. You hide them in your trunk. But your husband wants to surprise you and get your car detailed, and then he finds these expensive shoes. He comes home in a rage with the shoes in his hand. He says, I told you not to buy anything else. How do you explain yourself? My friend Jaybird got those for me. It's an early birthday gift. I did not buy them. My friend Jaybird cares about designer footwear, and that is my gift. It didn't cost us a penny, honey. If you would have gone with somebody other than Jaybird, agreed. I mean, a dude's buying you a gift. You just open up a whole new box of problems on why a guy's buying you expensive gifts. And Jaybird doesn't know anything about shoes or expensive shoes. Well, much like how Denny's reeked of guilt, this reeks of an affair. Yes, I mean, you've actually your excuse. You've landed yourself in hotter water than the trouble you were initially in. I mean, Doug, now you're bringing me down with you. Panda's mad. He's texting me, Bird. Why are you buying my wife's shoes? Wow. I mean, I thought Denny's was going to set the bar for right. terrible. Uh, 82% of people don't believe Denny's. What? Wow. 82%. Did Virginia do a worse job <laughs> in trying to talk her way out of a really uh, tough situation? And if I do worse than them? <laughs> are you buying Virginia's story? Does that get you out of hot water? Yes or no? We'll see what the chat room has to say on that. Right now, 82%. Negative is the mark to beat. Well, I can tell you, the panel in here is also very negative. That does <laughs> not fly. And she used one of the panelists as an example. Terrible. And a dude. and <laughs> She might have, You're right. Did she do worse than that? <laughs> <laughs> I just looked around the room. You were the first guy I saw. I get it. <laughs> okay. All right, Jaybird. All right. Let's see how you do with this. You can't do worse. How good are you at coming up with a lie on the fly when you're caught red-handed doing something you shouldn't? Okay. Here's your scenario. You think you are home alone, so you you're do what you ought to do. You know you're tugging it. <laughs> you're standing over the bathroom sink. Wow. You're gr- I'm tugging it? I'm the- you're looking at yourself in the eyes? Hold on. I don't have the best headphones. Am I in this scenario? Am I above the bathroom sink and am I tugging it? Yes, you are. Okay. All right. Your girl walks in and you've got your phone in one hand and your member in the other. Oh boy. She immediately blurts out, "Oh my gosh, are you tugging it?" How do you explain yourself? I was tugging it and honestly i didn't think you were home and i was thinking of you you turn me on so much when even when you're away the carnal feelings i have for you let me see your phone why is this on my friend's instagram page damn 
Uh, I, I Why is it the Kevin Ralston's Instagram? I'm sorry. I would I would try to answer you, but there's this annoying troll that keeps interrupting me. <laughs> it's very difficult, babe. I'm so sorry. Uh, I I wasn't on your friend's Instagram. I've got something. I see it right there. But doctors have diagnosed me with hamburger hands, so I accidentally <laughs> tugged it to your friend. <laughs> <laughs> so you just gave up and admitted that. Am I close? Well, it was accidental. Yeah, yeah, am I close? So Jaybird at the end just gives up and admits. <laughs> to, which is an interesting play. Uh, to my defense, I feel like I got a little grilled harder than the other two participants. Yeah, I got trolls over here. Okay, uh, Virginia, hers was uh, 78%. We're not buying her story. Damn. Damn. Okay, so... Better than Denny's. Yeah, I can't believe it. Are you <laughs> buying Jaybird's story that he just gave where, in a sense, he just admitted to doing the terrible thing he was accused of? Yeah, eight-mile that thing. Okay. <laughs> it's just an admission of guilt. <laughs> yes or no. All right, so far, Denny's is in the lead of awful. <laughs> <laughs> but they weren't good, any of them. They were all bad. I feel strong about mine. <laughs> yes. Okay, so 82% of people do not believe Denny's excuse about cheating on a test. 78% of people do not believe in Virginia's excuse about buying expensive shoes that her husband didn't want her to. And Jaybird, 49% of people don't believe you. More people do. They liked your excuse. Bird <laughs> is the overall winner. Yes. It's interesting, the strategy. Uh, it, right now it's at 45%. We'll end it at that. So look at that. Maybe you just need to come clean when you're caught red-handed. Admit it. It might be better. I did it. Okay, I did it. You got me. <laughs> you try. Your friend is hot. You're right. KVJ. World Record Wednesday. Gotta give your best. World Record Wednesday. We're chasing greatness today. Okay, today Jaybird is going to be challenging a KVJ show member to go for a world record he had tried before for the most nuts thrown and caught in a can on the head in one minute. I don't think I got more than three. This was not my strongest. Question. Yes, ma'am. Are you allowed... Thank you for the respect of calling me ma'am. I always talk to my elders with respect. <laughs> Are you allowed to throw more than one nut at a time? That's a great question. It's no. One nut per per toss. Singular nut tossing. Singular nut toss. David Rush, <laughs> as you know. The guy that has all those records. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, he's just good. Mm, he is good. And he goes one nut at a time. He goes one nut at a time. Okay. Okay. His uh, record is 93. I mean... In a minute? Yeah, I believe... Is it a minute or 30... I believe it's a minute. It's a minute. We can, But if you want to do... Th if a minute's too long for the radio, you can always cut it in half if you wanted to. Okay. All right. It's up to you. Kevin said he wants to cut it completely. <laughs> Oh, man. We, 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 we talked about in our private meetings about whether or not we should kill World Record Wednesday or not. It's made the cut. When you leave, Kevin calls me. He's like, ugh, you're not going to believe what we got to do. Nobody believes that Kevin calls you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bird, who are you going to be challenging here? I think I want Lippy Lucy today. Uh, you know, a lot of yeah, energy. she does. Yeah, I think she, she's a good competitor. I didn't know there was going to be athletic tests today. I didn't wear a brassiere. 
well, we're trying to get these numbers up, right? I, th- I think the less you move, the better you're going to be. Kevin's right. That that was what some, we discussed that last time. I moved too much. Okay. Now, we've got two homemade hats. Yeah. And I know she's a bit of a diva. You get to pick whatever hat you want. They're both dirty. They're both disgusting. They have been in the family for quite a long time. Have you washed them? We have. All right. When I say we, years all, ago, all the personalities in my head. The guy that made it, I'm sure he washed it. No, they're 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 good. They're, they're strong. Which one do you want? I just can you pick one, please? <laughs> I don't care. I know you do. All right, give me that one. It looks less fluffy. Okay, love that. I got that in Oregon at a thrift shop. Oh, so somebody else wore it before <laughs> us. That's great. Oh, that's sweet. You got cross country lice. <laughs> Can you maybe give me less information about your stains? You've got different time zone lights. <laughs> They're real peaceful, though. They are. Very liberal. you got liberal lice. Oh, yeah. They're protesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're protesting this bit. I got woke lice? <laughs> oh, this is, this is fun. Is it? Oh, <laughs> man. Okay. All, All right. right. How do I look, Kevin? Oh, you look fantastic. Oh, great. You look fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cute. Oh, that's so cute on you, Virginia. So and then, cute. look at this. I got my bag of nuts right here. <laughs> okay. Nuts galore, as they say in the business. All right, do you have a communal bag, or you both have your own separate bag? We have a communal bag. Okay. All right, so you Should ha- we each put, yeah, just put a pile on- in front of us? How do you want it, Suits? Do you want us in front of our own camera, or do you want us on the same camera? Mm-hmm. Uh, you want, what? Well, you can talk in your mic if you have it. Oh, here comes Denny's. Okay. Let's have you guys do the same camera. It's easier that way. (laughs) Same camera. Okay. All right. Same Same camera. camera. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Scoot over, bacon. All right. Here we go. You can watch this on KBJ TV. Go to YouTube and dial up the KBJ Show or go to kbjshow.tv. It is World Record Wednesday. Jaybird has challenged Virginia to take on the world record for the most nuts thrown and caught in a can on the head in one minute. The record is 93. Predictions? I mean, you got three last time. So, I mean, based on that, I don't think either one of you is going to get into double digits, but I think Virginia has a slight advantage. She is the Vegas odds-on favorite right now to win this. Wow. They don't think I could, they don't think I could do it, Josh. Okay. All right. Let's see what you got here. We're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. Okay. Hand must be on the table right now. Touching. There you go. Okay. All right. On your mark. And uh, by the way, Denny's, I'll have you count Jaybird and Suits, you count Virginia. Okay? Got it? Okay. On your mark, get set, and go. Okay, there they are chucking them. Jaybird is, okay, how far up can you take your hand, I guess is the question. Uh, Virginia's throwing all of them over her head. She's not making any. Bird is slow and steady. I have a feeling Bird is kind of practices. Virginia's leaning over. Just trying to chalk them up. Virginia's actually really terrible at this. Virginia did throw two at one time. Can't do that, Virginia. And, yeah, we might have to take one off of it. She just landed her first. Bird looks like he's got several. Virginia got a little bit of a groove. She got one more in there. Bird is now a little bit off with his groove. Now he's back on it. Okay, chucking the nuts in the head. It is a much slower pace. The record is going to be safe. But the question is, who's going to win here on the KBJ show? Virginia's throwing a little bit short on her. She threw two nuts again. Jaybird's going a little bit short on his as well. You've got 15 seconds left here on the clock. Both of them now have really hit a rut. Neither are making it at all. They're either throwing it too short or too far. Bird just got one more. We're at five seconds left here. Okay, Bird could be our winner as we count down to the final time, and it's up. All right. Ooh. 
So okay, you can go ahead. The buzzer. You can go ahead and just take your hats off, technically. So I know I had suits and Denny's watching you to count, but I mean, whatever nuts are in there, we do need to subtract one away from Virginia because the one she got in was a time she had chucked two nuts at the same time. Uh, I need to go back and look at the tape. Okay, you can do that. You'll see that you threw two at one time. Go right now. Yeah. Okay, Denny's, how many nuts do you have in your hand from Virginia's can? So I got eight. There's eight in the can. Eight in the can, okay. Eight in the can. Okay, so there's eight in the can. we got to take one off, so Virginia gets a score of seven. Okay, did she beat the bird or not? How many in bird's can? I got nine in bird's can. Both competitors are ridiculously short of the world record of 93. (laughs) 93? Yes. Oh, man. A a win against the witch? Wow. Damn it. Family is so embarrassed. Oh, Oh, my gosh. She's doing depression eating. Yeah. There's so much nut on the floor. Yeah, there's a lot of nut. Well, we have now peanut butter. Yeah, it's Jaybird stomping on it. We do have peanut butter. (laughs) Dude, I'm excited. Yeah, it's a big win, dog. Big win. Yes. The KVJ Show. People fighting online, losing their minds. So we read the crazy crap they write and have a fun time. Well, get ready for this week's digital drama. Well, Maura here is sick of her neighbors playing salsa music way past the hour they're supposed to be playing it, and it turns into a big old fight. We're going to let Bird play the role of Mora, who's picking the fight here. I'm going to play the role of Porter. Virginia can be Vic. And then we'll have Denny's playing the role of Ambrosia. Is Vic a guy or is it Vicky a girl? He's a dude. Sounds okay. like He's a dude. a dude. All right. Vic's mm-hmm. a dude. Yeah. Okay. So you get to start us off here today, Mora. I'm going to report all the people who keep playing loud salsa music on Sunday nights. The community center closes at 6 p.m., not 6.30 p.m. Some of us have to wake up early in the morning. Plus, salsa music sucks. I will report you. I will report you. (laughs) Yeah, I asked them to turn it all down, and they called me a fat pig and told me to burn in hell. If you don't report them, I will, and I agree. Salsa music sucks. <laughs> I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Well, you are kind of chunky, Porter, what? and all of you sound like a bunch of Karens. Nobody in our group was a jerk to you. You rolled up screaming at us about how much you hate salsa music. Then you said you hated Hispanic food. You were drunk as hell. I'll report you to the police for toxic masculinity. My ex-girlfriend's dad is a sheriff. I just talked to him on the phone, and he said that toxic masculinity isn't illegal, so report me as much as you want. (laughs) I'm also legally allowed to be drunk, so you know what, girl? Suck it. (laughs) You sound drunk right now, Porter. You seem to be drunk a lot. You're really this butthurt over salsa music? You need Alcoholics Anonymous, because you are the neighborhood drunk. I'll report you! Here comes Ambrosia. Oh, I love the salsa music. Let it play. <laughs> Me and my boyfriend could hear it from our living room, and we decided to do some naked dancing. Whoa. Darling, I say, let the music play. <laughs> that's, too, that's too much information, Ambrosia. Nobody wants to hear about your naked dancing. The salsa music. 
What's wrong with some of you people? Whatever you say, Mora, or should I say Snora, you sound so boring and angry. You're just mad because I'm young, beautiful, and I get laid any time I oh. want. You should try it sometime, Snora. <laughs> I just talked to my ex-girlfriend's dad again. He's a sheriff. He said I'm allowed to be drunk as long as I don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> he did say you are illegally playing salsa music, though. Turn it down! What? I can't hear you. You know what, a-holes? Prepare for prison. <laughs> prison? <laughs> Did they lock you up for playing loud music? I, I don't know if that's a, a thing. I'm not sure. By the way, they are so wrong. Salsa music is awesome. What you're just playing right there it makes me want to dance, baby. I feel like doing some naked dancing. <laughs> well, I know a guy who's looking to dance. Okay. Take off your pants, Kevin. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Another uh, thread going on was uh, Tanya, who's making fun of bald men. Oh, dang. That turns into a bit of a fight as well. I'll play the role of Tanya. We'll have Virginia playing the role of Matt. Bird, you can be Scott. And Denny's, you'll be Riley here. So why are all bald men the biggest jerks on the planet? Can we all just collectively give a big old middle finger to these bald D-bags infecting society? I'm so over them. Wow, this seems like a very out-of-line post. You sound like the mean girls I went to high school with. Bald men have feelings, too. I've been bald since I was 19. I got bullied. Please take down your harmful post. Harmful post? Damn, you sound fragile as F. Not only do you need to grow some hair... But you also need to grow a pair. Oh! You're proving my point, by the way, about bald men. Well, my brother is bald, and he's a great man. <laughs> Tanya sounds ignorant and angry. She's probably one of those purple-haired feminists who hates men and common sense. She's mad at bald men because they won't give her the time of day. I think bald men are beautiful. One of my first crushes as a teenager was that delicious Vin Diesel. Mm -hmm. He's bald, but so sexy. Give me five minutes with that guy, I'd die a happy dude. You're right, Matt. All the ladies love Vin Diesel. <laughs> the Rock is loved by the ladies as well. He's bald. So is LL Cool J, so is Ed Harris, so is Samuel L. Jackson. These are all men who are bald and considered sex symbols. I just don't get the point of Tanya's post. Was it to pick a fight with bald men? Yeah. You really need to take your post down, unless your employer might want to see how you feel about bald people. Your profile says you're a manager at Costco. Maybe they need to see some screenshots. Oh. At Costco? Are they going to fire me because I posted something funny about bald people? <laughs> I work for Costco, not the school board, you stupid bitch. So settle down. <laughs> I already took screenshots, and I'm sending it to all the bald managers at Costco. Let's just see what they have to say. <laughs> the post was deleted about 20 minutes after posting, so apparently Tanya did fear for her job. Yeah, mm -hmm. take that. It's KDJ.